is the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. <laughs> Great music. What's up? Oh, it's just me? What the hell, man? What the F? Okay, cool. I blame... Who's, uh... Is that AJ? Is that you that's got a ton of background? I got four bars up to you, and I can hear it. Well, I know, because there's an S-ton of background noise going on. Maybe we should have edited this uh, for clarity before <laughs> we before we started. Welcome into episode number 1,000 of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and... The main event. Yeah! Ben. 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 Yeah. Ben. Huh? Eh? You got one more. You got one more. There he is, AJ Francis, aka Frank. Frank. Uh, he's back. I'm happy to have him back. Um, nothing going on in your life, right? Like nothing at all. Just just laying back, uh, chilling. You know, if I had to tell, if I told you, I'd I have know. to kill you. I know. I know. <laughs> just just know, anybody listening to this, that I am the coolest person in the world, and it'll be proof of that. In about six months. So we can always... They're finally going to reveal you as part of Retribution? (laughs) I hope not. Um, Hang on a second. So are we allowed to say that we know if we don't say what it is? Or like, are we not even supposed to know? We just can't talk about it. Okay. So we know what AJ has been up to, and it's un-effing believable. Like, it's... I literally messaged him last night and offered to become his intern. And I like I didn't fin- get to finish it up. I was going to say, look, I'm not going to pretend like I'm going to suck your dick in the Oval Office. But then I was like, but given the circumstances, maybe. Like, not the Oval Office, the dress. but maybe elsewhere. Just don't keep right. the dress, bro. Um, it's the most amazing thing that I could ever possibly fathom um, AJ being involved with. It's just, it's it's unreal. It's really unreal. Um, stoked to be able to talk about it at some point, but not yet. Not yet. Correct. So in the meantime, it's just good to have you back. We're going to make some picks this week. By the way, episode number 1,000, of course, because there will be 1,000 people who will attempt to show their penises on an LED board in the Thunderdome starting on Friday night uh, in Orlando. Because we know how wrestling fans are. They won't F this up at all. No chance of that. No I mean, there's chance. There's no way it's actually going to be live, right? <laughs> I mean, I think that's the the, the concept. Yeah. That's, what, that's what the I NBA. Think is, I think it is. For every, I think everything's supposed to be live now. Yeah, um, that's what the NBA like, does. I I know the shows are live, but I figured they would just kind of pre-record people doing stuff because no, that's dangerous no. otherwise. No, no, I mean, it's like they're doing it like in the NBA, where like the stream that they're gonna get. I'm assuming. I actually don't know this to be fact, but I know in the NBA. Like, the reason why it's really cool to be part of the Michelob Ultra thing is, like, you're, the stream that they send you to watch is as if you're watching from the seat that right, you're in. Right, right. 
pray, pre-delay, like the whole deal. It's it is it's a cool concept. Now look, um, I, the argument that somebody would make, like somebody would say, well, this is really dangerous. Why wouldn't someone end up like you know flashing their tits on the screen or something like that? Well, like there are still laws. <laughs> like that is still the and, way this works. You can still get they, in trouble. I don't know if people know this or not, but WWE for a very long time would have, you know. 18,000 people in the crowd. Correct. So. And all of them could still do the same thing. It's just that, like, you know, there's security guards nearby. And so, look, there is some there is some risk, but, like, it's not as if because you're sitting at home, you no longer have to abide by rules. Like, if you do that, you're still going to get in trouble, and they do have all of your information when you sign up. So, Correct. Like, don't, don't wave your penis on the screen if you make it into the Thunderdome this weekend. <laughs> like, don't do that. Bad things are going to come. Although, congratulations on having a penis, I guess. Good for you. Um, yeah, Glenn uh, misses his. Yeah, I, I, I had one once upon a time. I went and got it chopped off because I don't want to have kids anymore. That's <laughs> honest to God. The two, the, two, the two choices, more kids, losing your penis. I got to be honest. Like, <laughs> <laughs> probably for the best that I went ahead and got rid of my penis. Um, all right, so we're going to make our picks for uh, – is there anything that you can talk about, AJ, that, like, you've been involved – anything that you can, like – I know you've still uh, been doing, like I – can, I can talk about the fact that I was at the – The taping. The okay. Raw and NXT taping. Yeah, okay. <laughs> for, so. like, the, the taping that will air tonight on NXT, I know what happens, but I don't know anything about the pay-per-views. Because all that's going to be and, and, are, and are you guys now out? Like because the Thunderdome exists, you won't. I like there won't be uh, performance center folks. Uh, there will be performance center people still doing NXT crowd stuff, but just just NXT crowd stuff. Okay. And to be honest, NXT crowd stuff is like way easier because, um, and like when you do Raw and SmackDown, they like do the rehearsal for the segment, like. Before, right before the segment, so it's like rehearsal, shoot it, break, rehearsal, shoot it, break. But in NXT, they rehearse everything before they start shooting, and then when they start shooting, they just shoot straight through. So it goes way faster. Oh, that's cool. I mean, that's definitely way more yep. pleasant. Um, and uh, we did, we learned a couple weeks ago that um, you guys were able to get back to training, right? It's... Uh, yeah. So the PC opened up last weekend. Uh, I was able to go on uh, Friday, and uh, it opens, like, the guys are in there at, like, 7 a.m. right now because uh, um, all the, 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 the writers and whatnot have to work on, you know, stuff for this weekend. I don't know if you heard or not, but SummerSlam's a big deal. Yeah. And, now, uh, what is that? So Summer, Summer they're uh, doing a lot of stuff working with SummerSlam. So, you know, a lot of the PC talent right now are working out at, like, 7.30 a.m., 8.30 a.m., um, and then on days, well, they don't have to film until, you know, probably this weekend, but, like, on if they have to work going forward on days they have to work out and film, they got to do it all in one day, so uh, the I grind mean, never stops. It still beats working for a living. <laughs> like... It still beats doing somebody's taxes, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess it's... I mean, I do my own taxes, so... (laughs) Yeah, fair. Maybe you can start doing mine. (laughs) I might need you. Oh, I will. Pay me. I'll pay me. I definitely will. Correct. I might might take you up on that. I hate doing taxes. Um, All right, so there is... I want to run this by you. Aaron completely butchered a hilarious joke last week. Okay. And I want to set it up and see if you get it. What else is new? I know, I know. So we're very excited, of course, for our boy... 
Cameron Grimes, right? Like, uh-huh. it's Grimes time. As everybody knows, we were on board with Cameron Grimes before anybody else was. <laughs> we, we are We are Grimes, right? Like, that's what we are. Um, so I said, you know, it's, what's great about Cameron Grimes is I feel like, I feel like he's got a cousin who, who does, who does something and I just can't think of what it is. I just can't, God, what? I can't put my what thumb on it. Uh, Glenn, I wasn't on the show for the bit. That's literally, I don't understand the bit. That's what Aaron I said. Say I didn't say understand. Aaron said. Yeah. Aaron I said, thought you were throwing. Never mind. I'm Aaron, not Aaron, myself here. Aaron botched that. <laughs> is it AJ? I rolled that is out. It, is it? Is he possibly related to Rick Grimes? That's, from that's who it Washington. was. That thank you. Yes, that's exactly 100%. what I was trying to think of. God, I was trying to think of that. I want to. By I, the way, I just want to say I believe this bit started like a year before doing the show. Brandon got the yes. bit, and he wasn't on the <laughs> no, show. I got, then. Never mind. I won't. <laughs> Brandon understood <laughs> I said, I the bit. Said after, I thought there was another bit involved. What other bit would there be? <laughs> no. I got that Cameron one. Grimes was another one. cousin would be who? Is, is Cameron Grimes possibly related to the grime that builds up in your shower? When That's you what it? it was. That's the grime I was think. Thank you, AJ. I was struggling with that. Uh, uh, oh, oh actually, I just thought about it. I just thought about it, bro. Man, I forgot. Don't I have a friend whose last name was Grimes? Do you? I don't. I only now. I know you had a friend named Brent, but I don't know what his last name yeah. was. I don't know. What oh he... no, my friend's name is Aiden, but he does have a dad <laughs> named Brent. Now, but what is now? <laughs> what is savage? Now, who is that though? Who was? Uh, who is Brent? Now, what exactly is he all about? Brent, I, I think. Oh, he's he, Cameron Grimes' I cousin. That's that's like why he's professional. Like Thank wakeboarder? You. Is it wakeboarder? Yeah, that's probably wakeboarder. professional spider killer. He was. Uh, I mean, he, he, I know he likes. I know he likes dolphins and pirates, so he has to do something in the water. He's, so maybe he's a fish. Is he? Is he merman? He's. He's. Uh, that's. That's probably what it is. I, I. You know what? I actually did think about it though. I think he's actually a professional Guitar Hero player. I think. Ah, uh, <laughs> that actually <laughs> might be true. I think that's actually what it is. God, he's so good. If you could have been a part of the show last week when Aaron kicked the ever-loving shit out of that bit, like, just absolutely brought this show to a screeching halt. I thought about quitting. I in that moment was just like, you know what? I give up. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Uh, our own. We've had like six really good bits in the history of this show, and and we can't get Hulk, Hulk, uh, Hulk Hogan's penis being bigger than Terry Bollea. Correct. Kevin, Kevin Nash not having quads. Quad, of course. Kevin Nash not having quads. Uh, hey, you know what's funny? Kevin Nash actually follows me on Twitter now. So I want to <laughs> like bring that joke. I want to like just bring that joke up to him. Hang on a second. I'm sure everyone's. Brought that I'm, joke I'm up. sure it's yeah, now, wait a it's, second. It's, it's a much better time now because uh, uh, he actually like like grinded and worked his ass off, and that was like quads and like legs are like back to normal. They were like in awkward angles before, and like he couldn't like stand up right or do anything right with him, and now his like legs are good. So now might be the perfect time. Now. And he's more so famous for being a, a stripper, and he became super famous for his role yes, as a stripper, yeah. which is good for him, man. Um, what mean, of all the roles to become famous for, it's not a bad one. No, it's definitely not a bad one. Uh, what happens the first time you interact with Scott Hall? By the way, what happens then? Do you do you talk, do you talk about it? <laughs> the, fir- the first time I interacted with Scott Hall, I had on uh, 
Uh, the real first time or the time we interacted with? No, I'm saying show? like the next time. After, sent the no, cu- like the, after, the first time after. Yeah, after the first our public time. The, the next time. Uh, oh, I'm definitely going to ask him how how long did it take him to get his hair fried, dyed, right, right, thank side. you. That's what I needed to know. That's what I needed to know. Oh man! All right, let's. Uh... That is one of the greatest bits of oh, all time on this show. So... I think that is the greatest thing that's ever happened on this show. We get, we get Scott Hall. Right, we're so excited to be able to talk to Razor Ramon about potentially, you know, 20, 30 minutes about hey, his career, killing. all these different things. He's into this it. Is right when he had just turned his life around, right. like everything was going good. This would have been awesome. And then mid, like five minutes in, the guy just goes, all right, fellas, I got to go. Time to get my hair fried, dyed, and laid to the side. But it, and just hangs up. It's so much. Like, if he had sucked from the get-go, like, looking back on it, is the most iconic moment, I think, in the history of the show. Yeah. If he had sucked <laughs> out of the shoot, if he had not been into it, we would have all been like, okay, well, like, he just wasn't into it. That's what it was. Dude, we were, this is back when we used to all do the show together, like, in the same room. We were fucking double gun pointing each other. Like, we were high-fiving. Like, this was Scott Hall, and he was killing. Like, he was slaying. He was being Razor Ramon. We had, like, fucking erections. We were so happy Yeah, about there was a we... lot of machismo that was going down. Correct. It was funny, because if you were, we were just like, all right, let's start him off with a couple just, like, fun questions, then get into serious stuff. Right. And then after the fire questions, he's just like, nah. Yeah, he's just like, all right, boys. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, that's an iconic moment in the show. Uh, of course, Kirk Cankles. Uh, Kirk Cankles, Ben Nash's hilarious joke. Kirk Cankles. Kirk Cankles. Uh, great bit. Uh, we did the we did the nine ninety nine thing for a while. That was a running bit on the show for a bit. And then yep, there yeah. and and then there was Brent. And that's it. Like that's that that's what we got <laughs> in the history of this program. And I tried to go so back this, to this show has Kirk Cankles, uh, Brent Grimes. All of these great bits. This show is called uh, Something to Wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. <laughs> oh. You did. Hey. See, AJ hasn't been here for our seventh bit. Oh, hey, that's no, true. That's what? a good point. AJ doesn't know about that. I got something to tell you, lady. Oh, God. Oh, and it's going to be amazing, and I'm going to be jealous. And Yeah. Seriously, dude, so, I'm ready. I'm ready to leave my career and become your personal assistant whenever you get to that moment. I am AJ, prepared for it. AJ, our seventh bit is the MJF promo from Dynamite uh, three weeks ago, where he essentially described Cody Rhodes to the T and then called him John Moxley. Oh my god! It, it, I, I'm, yeah. I have no doubt that you're not watching AEW right now because you know yeah, definitely why, not. why would that be the case? He cut a promo. It was amazing. But he literally just cut a promo on Cody Rhodes in the very end. It's like he literally said, uh, and he's the son of Dusty Rhodes. You know who I'm talking about. John Moxley. <laughs> it was just bizarre. I mean, he didn't actually say that, but he might as well have. I mean, like, it was that That's insane. Funny. And so we've been running with that one. Uh, ben actually sent in, uh, he cut his own promo and sent it to me where he described me and he said, and that's why I hate you, Aaron Oster. It was, it was, <laughs> it was really good. It was, it was really good. I mean, like, oh, it's and, great. And it turned yeah, into a Twitter great. thing. It's a really good bit. Well, and, right. and then Aaron did the tagline about, yes. Oh ben, yeah. yeah, yeah. Brian Powell. Yeah. 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 We've had some, we've got, had some fun with that one. All right, let's make our picks. So here's the deal. As uh, AJ referenced, we are taping on Wednesday, so we have not seen NXT yet. AJ, do we know if there's another match that's announced tonight on NXT? 
Uh, I mean, you you obviously know who the other participants in, are in the um, the ladder match. Yes. Gargano versus Ridge Holland, right? And Dream versus Finn. Wait, the, they haven't shown Gargano and Ridge Holland yet? No, they have not shown either of those two okay. qualifying matches yet. Well, watch so. that match. All right, I'm looking forward to that. I like well, we'll put that on pause, and then we'll put it on Twitter, what our picks are for the ladder. That's how we'll handle so that. So here's what we got. We, we know what three of the matches are for NXT. We know there's a ladder match. We'll make that pick on Twitter after we well, I can Well, I can tell you that my pick for the ladder match okay. is not in either one of those matches. Um, even though I know who wins those matches, my pick for the ladder match is not in either one of those matches. Um, I, I don't. Here's how we're gonna do it. By the way, I, we're gonna do should be will be for picks. We're not gonna do a bet this time. Like we we just get too far behind. Oh no, we were supposed to roll over a bet. Shit, weren't we? Yeah, the the crazy rice the right, the, oh, hot dog. AJ, did nonsense. you see the video a few weeks ago that was who was the person that had to do that? No, nobody. We, had, we all tied. We all tied. So we all, as in who? The three of us. You that you 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 couldn't do picks that time. Woo, yeah, yeah. So well, the thing we we're going to roll it over yeah, this weekend. We're going to roll it. You over. are doing picks. We're going to roll it over. So the loser of this week of of SummerSlam weekend has to make and consume the hot dog rice krispie treats that were floating oh. around. Yeah, no. that were oh. floating around the internet a few weekends oh. ago. So that's what we're gonna have to do. So I'll tell you that like my pick for that match like is also not in tonight's matches either. So I can tell you what my like if you guys want to wait you can, but my pick for that match like a- AJ you can go ahead. Who's your pick for that match? I'm picking Cameron Grimes. Oh, I love that. That makes me so happy. And that's if we did should be will be that my my should be would be Cameron Grimes. It absolutely should be Cameron Grimes. Uh, I however my pick AJ's is- pick is going. Straight to the moon. <laughs> uh, my pick is uh, Damian Priest. That is my pick for the uh, the ladder match. No matter no matter who's in it, that's my pick for that. Do you guys want to wait or? What? I'm 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 leaning towards Priest. I, there is I do want to see if one person is in All it. Right. Though, so I'm going to wait. Right. Brandon, what about you? I, I'm probably going to wait. All right, fair enough. All right, so we'll pick the other. There's other, we know of three other matches. Everybody thinks there's going to be a cruiserweight championship match as well, but they haven't announced that uh, as of right now, so we won't do that. Um, there's three other matches that are confirmed for NXT. There's eight matches that have been announced that are confirmed for SummerSlam, so we'll pick those. Um, and AJ has not seen any of these, which is good because they're happening live. So he has no ability to cheat in any way when it comes to this. So this will be fun. All right, we will start with uh, the other three matches for TakeOver. Saturday night, TakeOver XXX. We begin with the uh, women's championship match. Io Shirai and Dakota Kai is that one. Uh, I guess since technically that wasn't a full pick, AJ, we start with you. Yeah, uh, Io Shirai. Yeah, I'm so uh, I'm I mean, so surprised. There's no, re- there's no reason Io Shirai should drop the belt. I'm so, so surprised that, that AJ would pick Io Shirai. <laughs> I'm so stunned. Oh, she's just the greatest women's performer in NXT. Why would she even say? Uh, by the way, I don't disagree with you. Io Shirai is my pick as well. Yeah, it's going to be Io. This is the one match on the card that I'm not overthinking. And obviously, Io Shirai is winning. Um, so congratulations, Dakota Kai. Yeah, correct. No, no <laughs> way we all got that right. Uh, okay. Adam Cole mm. versus Pat McAfee. 
Adam Cole, <laughs> and I would like to just move on. You know, there is going into the overthinking category. Yeah. You know, could this be a moment where Undisputed Era turns on Adam Cole? Absolutely. That's the question there. 100%. I can't, I can't believe, like, that's something to me that you do it. Adam Cole is bragging about it on Wednesday and then they do it. So, no, Adam Cole better win this match. Brandon? Yeah, I got to say Adam Cole because I'm not going down because of Pat McAfee. Um, but, but I do, man, my brain just is telling me there's some chicanery potentially going on there, but I I can't pick it. I have to pick Adam Cole. The moment that I realized that they were going to do this program and Pat McAfee was going to be the heel was the moment that I was like, oh, Adam Cole's winning this match. So Adam Cole. Can I have you like? Do you know much about uh, Pat McAfee's training and and what he's capable of doing? I mean, I haven't seen anything because the only thing he's done while I was there was like the promo stuff. Okay. And like, I mean, I know he wrestled one match on the Indies. I don't know against who, but I know he did wrestle one match on the Indies. So, I mean, second match ever at Takeover, it's hard to beat. Uh, uh, yeah, for him, <laughs> no question about that. Uh, for <laughs> for, for us, I don't know. Anyway, let's you move know, forward. The, if only uh, there was another former NFL player who had like a lot more matches. Looks, right? Who actually looks like he can beat people's ass and isn't a giant punk and isn't a and isn't a former one of the softest people that play a position oh! on a football team. Damn. Oh, damn. Uh, pull this clip and we will share it. Uh, Shots fired. <laughs> and uh, then, I like, I, I'm, a, I'm a defensive lineman. Right. That's actually. Yes. You know like, yes. You weren't a punter. And a, I'm, I'm, and a punter is took this spot. It just way, bothers me. A little. Let, as it's a penalty when you hit. Him. It's the yeah. biz, brother. It's we, the biz, we've, brother. We've He's pointed out, crowd, brother. Let him do it, brother. Let's, but let's be fair. Man. As we pointed out, he looks. He looks very good, Pat McAfee. He's in great shape. He, he's, he's, but no, he's, he's 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 a great promo. He's a great promo. I would eat his face off, but he's a great promo. <laughs> um, he's a great promo. He, you know, played in the NFL. Uh, um, I meant to mention this. Is, is Pat McAfee by chance from Pittsburgh? He's from somewhere from, around there. Like he went to West Virginia. So well, he's the most Pittsburgh sounding looking dude ever. So it's Plum, it, Pennsylvania. Where's Plum? I've never heard of Plum, Pennsylvania. It's, Where, an, it's in Allegheny well, County. So there West you go. Virginia? It's, yep. it's in Allegheny County. Yep, there you, there you so go. Yep. He is the the most Yinzer dude ever. Yep. There it's not go. a negative thing to some people. Yeah, you. I, I, I'm not. Saying you might. You might have to change it's your mind. You might have to start being the, the Pat McAfee specific defender kind now. of person. Oh man. All right, and then uh, finally, the you know what the craziest part is like. His promo that he cut against Adam Cole, like for TV, was dope. No, but he can talk. The one that's airing, but he actually, but he, uh, yeah, but like in in like rehearsals, he cut like a like the same promo but different. You can tell he was just going off the cuff. And in rehearsals, actually, that promo to me was better. But you know, everything changes when that light comes on. But his promo is still really dope. So, um, I mean. You'll hear, you'll see it tonight. But I mean, he said one thing I will give him credit for is that he sold the the hell out of this match. Like I believe this match, I want to see this match because of how well he's done in the role. 
He's just, you know, a punter, so I'll never believe that he's tough. I, I don't want to see it at TakeOver. That's my only issue. Like, as I talked about before, if this was happening on a Wednesday night. I don't care like, if it's at TakeOver. Dude, Snooki was at WrestleMania. I, I know, but, but, but TakeOver has been held it's at a just, higher standard for that. It's just when, you're, when, you, when, when the whole gimmick is that you played in the NFL and you're a punter. I hear you. I hear I just you. Can't, I, get, I just I'm, can't think you're tough. You might be a, a, a future UFC fighter. You might be the toughest guy in the room. But when you were a punter, I just can't. I, I can't believe you're tough. I I don't blame you. I don't blame you for that. My issue is that that the standard for for takeover, the takeover brand, has been any match on any card could be match of the night. Like that's the that's the the standard. And Adam Cole's good enough that that might still happen. Whew, boy. All right. Um, well, let's move on to the championship match. Uh, Keith Lee against Karrion Cross. Uh, no, no word if we will see fireballs or not. It's not a fireball match, but we will see. Uh, Aaron, you are up first. Oh, great. I'm a, um, this is going to be a weird match. I have a feeling this isn't going to be the only match between these two. I could very easily see a no contest or some sort of shenanigans. Um, I think if someone, if this isn't a no contest, it would feel weird to build Karrion Cross up this way and then have him lose unless it's by DQ or something like that. So I guess I'm going with Karrion Cross here, but I could easily see a weird finish. Brandon? Yeah, I... I, I, I hate that we're doing this match. It's well noted on the show. I'm not going to go into it, but I, I, I don't know how you... I don't know how they get out of this. I, I'm just going to pick Keith Lee. Well, well, well. Oh, this is so tough. It is. Keith shouldn't. I don't think Keith should drop the belt yet. But how can Karrion Cross lose? It's 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 certainly a booking. You've kind of booked yourself into a corner yes. here. Um, it screams of like a dusty finish type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it screams like, like. Keith wins, like Keith covers him, the ref's down, and then the ref gets up, and Karrion uh, Cross wins, and then somebody comes out and says, no, nah, Keith already won, restart the match, like, there's just a, I don't... Pit, pin and tap at the same time type situation. Yeah, like... Ooh, alright, I'm gonna go with Keith Lee, because black don't crack. I, I respect that, and that's a similar reason why I'm going with Carrie. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> do, you, do, do, do you know what else we should be on the lookout for this what? on uh, Saturday? The placement of this match on the card will tell us a lot. This match, will, this match will be the main event. Uh, you think so? Yes. Yeah. Probably. I if think it has the a screwy match, finish, I, I can see think, them putting it in the middle. I think the latter match is the is the starter, and I think that the main event is. Yeah, uh, I, I tend to agree. The but, NFC but, title match. Yes, I mean, if you put Finn and Gargano into the latter match, you could possibly yeah. make that case for the main event. But yeah, but it's such a good way to start the show. AJ's right. No, I, I that's, agree. That's I agree. the best possible way to start the show. Here's my issue, right? Like, I still I can't help but wonder if. Like, this really is Karrion Cross just doing a, a, a quick spot in NXT before being on the main roster soon. Like, they, they, boy, they are all in on him. There's no doubt about that. For good reason, Karrion Cross is amazing. Um, 
I'll just I'll just I'll just pick Keith Lee for, and I'll just do that. I'll just sort of pick Keith Lee because I think there there's like five plausible scenarios for Keith Lee and like three for Karrion Cross. So I'll go with the Keith Lee as the 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 pick for the match. That'll move us to SummerSlam coming up Sunday night from the Thunderdome. Eight matches. Eight matches that have been scheduled. We begin with a hair versus hair match. Mandy Rose. And how crazy is that story now? Uh, they well, they've been both of them have He's been. He's talking about the off-screen stuff. Oh, oh, my bad, my bad, <laughs> my bad. Dude, um, that's so. Yeah, that's. Uh, dude, people are insane. insane. Yes, bro. correct. Um, look, uh, you know, hey, look, I know. I'm not. I, I, I want to say kudos. I want. How do uh, AJ? You can help me with this because you're black. Um, mm-hmm. Help me through how we say kudos to law enforcement for what they did without saying law enforcement is always right and always gets everything right all the time. Uh, they showed up and they did what they were called to do. That is a situation in which they were necessarily needed, and the force that they displayed, however, I don't know if they how they did it was done properly. They can do that all the time. They just don't. Uh, They did a good job helping her out. Uh, I want to give her props because if she was me, he would have been shot dead where he stood. And uh, I would have had no problem waiting for the police to show up to my door and be like, hey, this guy was in my house and now he's dead. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So Understandable. (laughs) Here's the the scary part about all this is like, you know, no disrespect to Sonya Deville, Dar- Daria, but on the scale of celebrity, you know, she's not very high up there as far as notoriety. And, and like, what I'm trying to say is, this isn't someone who may have Wait. the means of like a Tom Hanks to protect themselves in the way that famous people need to now. Yeah, absolutely. And so, like, there's this whole level of people like. Her, like, you know, AJ pretty soon. That, like, uh, what do you do? And that's why I'm saying right now, if you show up to where I live and I did (laughs) not invite you and it's nighttime, you will be shot dead where you stand. And I don't give a damn who has a problem with that. You will wake up in the upper room with (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Um... Uh, yeah, a scary thing. Uh, glad, glad it didn't end up worse. Um, and I stand by what yeah, I said. Yeah, he like he was like he was like talking on Twitter, saying like, "Found your address. I'm gonna come kill you and your family." And, and by the way, uh, a lot of a lot of female performers have spoken out to say, "Yo, we deal with this. Like, yeah. we we deal with this all the time, and don't know." When someone like people joke about it, they'll be like, they'll be like, I found your address and they'll just send it to you in a DM. And like, that's our life. This is what we deal yeah, with. Yeah, that's not cool, bro. Which goes back to like, that's someone, not cool. Bro. No, it's not cool. And like, the thing that we do when like somebody defends a woman on the internet and like everybody runs in and is like, hey, she's not going to have sex with you, bro. Like, of the, the, all the small things that we could maybe improve in our lives, we could just start there. Like, we could start yeah. with that, with, like, ending that stigma where, like, you're not supposed to be defensive of females, where maybe we could just recognize, like, they deal with shit we don't deal with. And, like, we need to be the ones to step up and say, like, shut the fuck up, idiot. Like, you, you're a psychopath. There's something wrong with you. Um, psychopath. Seek, seek help. Like, we should be psychopath. more inclined to do that 
and not be afraid of people calling us a simp on the internet. Like that, that should be a little bit more of like the way that society works. Well, you've been though. You've been though. I don't give a damn what people on the internet think. Uh, fact, correct. <laughs> fact. That's a, that is one hundred percent accurate. Um, I stand by what I said before. I think that Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville have both been great throughout all of this, and this, you know, obviously goes back, you know, the better part of the year at this point. Like I think they've both done tremendous work through all of this. It's the most built. It's the most built storyline for SummerSlam. A hundred percent. One hundred. It is. It is. You know, we talked about it a few weeks ago. How it seemed over the past few years, SummerSlam kind of became a, a one-month build. This is what SummerSlam should be. I mean, it's been. This has been brewing since what January? I mean, like yeah, before, like before COVID. No question. Well, well Otis caught Rumble. her in the Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. Um. This. This is. I'm. Uh, and and they both killed it. Like they've both been great throughout all of this and we did we my favorite keep... thing is that they're friends in real life so when they wrestle against each other they beat the shit out of each other mandy was at the house when yeah all this went down yeah yo that's wild all right uh brandon you have first pick so i just want to make the comment at, at the start of all this looking at this card this is the hardest to pick SummerSlam ever because i literally think any of these matches any of the, any of these people could win any of these matches um, or at least you could make arguments. I think there's a lot of that. I think there is a lot of that. I don't disagree. Um, I mean, Mandy's winning. I, I, I Mandy already cut her hair. The, you know, Sonya needs some furthering of her character. I, I say Mandy wins. AJ. Yeah, I agree. Mandy wins. I think. Um, I think that uh, Sonya could definitely do a cool vibe with like the head shaving or maybe even if it's just like it's cut short on top or like shaved on the sides or however she does it i think it'll be a cool you know new look for her um and uh, i'm excited to see this match because like i said I, I i love watching people work that are like legitimate really good friends in real life because they they are not afraid to get the most out of each other in every moment of every match. Um, it's it's kind of like how I felt like when I would wrestle with like crew, John Cruz, or when I wrestle with like Brian Idol, I just feel like in that moment, like everything goes and we're, we're cause we know that the point is to steal the show. Right. right. Um, and you so, can be cool afterwards. Like it's, like, it's really cool. And, not- uh, I'm going to pick Ma- Mandy Rose. So I, I like my, my initial thought process when they when it became a hair versus hair match is of course like that means that Mandy Rose wins and then I worry that like oh god is that because I'm I'm stereotyping and I'm like you know if you're a lesbian it's easier to be bald right like I I, I worried that like I had that thought process at first but as I've thought about this more doesn't Sonya need this more than Mandy does Dip- the win on the your win. definition the win. of doesn't need. Sonya need the win a win? Or Wait. The, oh, the win. No, the win. Doesn't Sonya? Because I I actually believe that Sonya does need the win more. And that and that I'm struggling with now. Like I'm struggling with, like Sonya hasn't done anything as far as winning during all of this. I. It, it Here's be, the thing, though. This is the one match you can lose and come out better than if you had won. Because it gives you a new look and the whole thing. I get that argument. And But here's the, here's also the thing, though. Maybe Mandy cut her hair because they knew they were going this angle, so then they tried to throw everybody off the scent by having Mandy cut her hair and first. It's, and it's plausible. Knowing that she was going to cut her hair 
later right. or even more. That's plausible. Um, I, I'm in a weird spot with this because, like, I, I do think unless you just are convinced that Mandy Rose is a superstar and you have to keep pushing Mandy, I think you need to give Sonya Deville a win in all of this. And don't Sonya Deville already won the last match. Which one? The last time they fought, she won. Which was when? I don't know, but that was the whole promo, was that she already beat Mandy and blah, 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 blah. I don't remember her. I don't, that's the, I, I'm, I'm, that's I'll, the promo that she's been cutting. I just don't remember that happening. Um, I don't know. I think this does more for Sonya than it does for Mandy. I'm, I'm going with Sonya on this. Um, I can't I, wait for you to eat hot dog Rice Krispies. <laughs> I'm, I'm going with AJ. I think Sonya's going to look great with whatever haircut, you know, whether it's a buzz cut or whether they, you know, however she will. I think it, she's going to look awesome that way. So, yeah, I think Mandy wins this one. So it was it was in May, and it was on a SmackDown. So it did happen. It did happen. I don't remember that, though. Like, and what she was, cuts promos talking about it. What was the story of that? How, how did it happen? She attacked her and said she was going to ruin her life or whatever, and then they had a match. That's yeah. why this whole thing is so weird, because then they just didn't do anything oh, for a month it and just, a half it just and then dis- they came back to it. It just disappeared for a while. Well, I mean, they had immediately after that the, the Dolphin the Sonya. Thing. Right, yeah. It's a, no, this was in May. This was in May that this happened. I under, I, I mean... Uh, yeah, but we, someone got COVID, we think. Yeah, Man- oh, Mandy disappeared right, for it. about six weeks got right it. around the time got everyone it. was disappearing. Um... All right, I'm probably yeah, gonna be stupid. It's probably gonna mean that I have to eat. No, I don't. Yeah, I'm probably <laughs> gonna have to eat hot dogs, but whatever. I'm, I think they get more out of it with Sonya. All right, uh, next, next on the SummerSlam card, uh, let's do a street fight: Dominic Mysterio against Seth Rollins. Can I talk about how great it is that this is a street fight and they both have somebody in their corner? <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It is. Whatever. Go, uh, AJ, you're up first. Um, Seth Rollins has to win this. Um, like, I think that's the reason that Dominic is in the match and not Rey Mysterio. Um, because Seth has, Seth's character, I love the Monday Night Messiah, but it has, it's become repetitive. Um, a lot of the stuff he's been doing has been repetitive. And that's not, I really don't blame him for that. It's more so like he's going against the same people all the time. Um, and that's why I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with the whole Samoa Joe situation. I think that Seth wins this, gets a little cocky, and then he starts a feud with Samoa Joe coming out of SummerSlam. So uh, I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. Uh, agreed on all accounts. On all accounts, I agree. Um, look, I, I I still don't really know what to make of Dominic Mysterio as a performer. Um, I, I, I hope that, that he's that guy, but... What I've seen so far, I think he's I think he's good. I think he's better prepared than most people would be at this point in their career. Um, it, he can it, swing a he- kendo stick, and well, he can we know and, that. He, and he can take a kendo stick too, which is you know it, that's more important, no doubt. Um, but yeah, I mean Seth Rollins has to win this match. I am in complete agreement, Seth Rollins. Yeah, I mean, unless we're going into a just completely different direction for Seth Rollins, he has to win one of these feuds. So Seth. Yeah, I I don't know if you guys know this, but the reason Dominic Mysterio is in this match is because Rey Mysterio's eye got removed. <laughs> so I'm, that's I'm, the reason he's in the match. I'm familiar. But, 
No, listen, I think Seth Rollins has to win this match. I agree with you. If you are, if you made an argument for Seth Rollins is Seth, about to go too far and Murphy helps Dominic, I could hear that argument. No, nah, no, nah, I don't. I don't see that. I would see if Dominic. Dominic can easily win. It's a street fight. If right. Rey Mysterio just brings out that same lead pipe he beat Brock Lesnar with, and after after Ray after Seth and Murphy have cheated forty five times already, Ray uses the lead pipe once, and then Dominic does a finish like that's a really believable end to the match. Uh, like it's just sure. I don't think that they're gonna do that. I'm just trying to lean into the story they're kind of telling, which is that Seth Rollins is going too far. Seth Rollins is kind of losing his shit a little bit. And Murphy has shown a little bit of hesitation, although he did maim Alistair Black. Um, but, but you know, I don't know. I, I, I could see that. I'm, I'm still picking Seth. I, I don't think it's time to do that quite yet, but I could see them doing that. And the reason for, for me saying that is just like, at some point, this storyline has just done what... It, things that make no sense um because it's been going on for god a really really long time at this exactly point. that's what i'm saying it's the yeah it, it, seth's been working with the same people over and over again and that's why i'm excited to see i'm, I'm hoping that it's going to be seth and samoa joe give the people what they want feed us joe no doubt feed us no doubt. joe no doubt. yeah um all right, now let's do the tag match next. The Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza for the Raw Tag Team Championships. I have first pick. I, I, I'm gonna say this has gotten too confusing for me. There's, there's, there's too much. Like I, I'm just out on it. I'm, I'm over it. Just have the Street Profits win and move on and do something else. I'm, I'm kind of over all of the other stuff. I am I am nervous that they want to continue the Bianca Zelina aspect of this, and if that's the case, then you would kind of need to have all of them working together. I don't want that. Just to me, to have the Street Profits win and move on. I agree with you that this has gotten really convoluted, but my concern is there is so much going on with Andrade and Angel that they want to put the belts on yeah, them I'm just because they are so focused on them, and it, it's very clear that. It feels like they're more focused on them than they are the tag titles. So that makes me think that this might be it. But at the same time, you need the Street Profits revenge. Um, Oh, boy. I think I'm going to go with Street Profits here, but I could very easily see Angel and uh, Andrade. See, it's weird because the story they're telling right now is that the Street Profits just got their revenge on Raw. And they did the reveal and they had Montez, you know, beat like this whole thing. Like I'm with, I'm with Glenn. It's gotten so convoluted at this point. However, this, for that same reason, you could just give the other guys the belts and it doesn't right. really change anything. You know, at least I don't see them not working with them again after SummerSlam. So I, honestly, this is a coin flip and just to be contrarian, I'm going to say Andrade and Angel win. Uh, let me start by saying I love the Street Profits, and I would love for them to win, and I want them to win. But I think that the story is they're the babyface champions that everybody likes. Everybody knows the money's in the what? The chase. Yep. There it is. Every single time it's in the chase. And so, you know, I could see a situation where Zelina cheats for Angel and... Um, um, Andrade to win 
and uh, that causes Zelina to continue her feud with uh, Bianca, where Bianca gets over on Zelina, but the Street Profits never get over on Andrade and um, Angel. And what ends up happening is uh, you push the Street Profits' next real run at the title to right around WrestleMania time. That's what I think that would be in a really easy way to do this because who's a more over babyface tag team in WWE than the Street Profits? Don't worry, I'll wait. No, you're right. I mean, at the moment, yes, that's true. Like, obviously, you got the, the New Day, but right, the but they're not, not they're not there. a tag team at the moment, right? You got the you got the Usos, but the Usos ain't there. Yep. No, you're right. It's it's, it's that's what they got. <laughs> so there's the Street Profits, and because of that, I'm 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 thinking that that's gonna be like a WrestleMania moment for them that they've earned, frankly, over the past couple years they've earned that so um, i think i think that they lose it here and that's why i'm going with angel and andrade all right quickly i just remember that despite the fact that i have to do everything else for this show i also now have to keep track of who everybody picked because no i got it i got got it it. thank god thank god jesus (laughs) all right very good all right uh next we go to let's just do both of these together the women's championship matches the raw women's championship match sasha banks versus oscar the smackdown women's championship match Bailey versus Asuka. Of course, you're giving um, me this one yeah, first. Aaron, you are up first. This is your call. We are picking both matches at the same oh, time. Oh, you're killing me here. Okay. Um, I think Asuka wins back, beats Sasha. I think that's a thing. Um, which Sasha one, has which never one successfully did... defended an individual women's that's title true. in WWE. At a pay-per-view. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. Wh- which which did we determine was going to be... They, they decided... Was Bailey going first? Was that the story? I they talked. There's no way to know that. No, they, they yeah, talked I, I, about I it. They literally they talked that? about it. Yes, they had a conversation about it on Monday night. They said, like, one, yeah. of, one of them was like, I'll let you go first. Like they and that's I'm really mad that I forgot about it because I that was going to play an impact on how I was going to pick these. God yeah, damn it. Uh, but it also might just be them talking, right? Like they they can change that at any point. So I'm going to say for sure I'm fairly confident that Oscar beats Sasha, and more and more you know they they keep teasing. You had Bailey on SmackDown say, oh yeah, you know. I can I can beat Oscar anyways. I wasn't really trying. It wasn't like there was anything for me on the line on Monday when I lost for her. And you had Sasha give her that death glare after that. So if I'm playing this out, I think the most logical is Oscar beats Sasha, Bailey beats Oscar, and then you keep transitioning towards uh, Bailey and Sasha. I completely disagree, and I've been saying this for. M- Maybe a month, a few weeks since we've seen where all this is eventually leading. You have to have Asuka beat Bailey and Sasha keeps her title because you want the heel to be the jealous one. You want the heel to be the one to turn on the face turning on the heel. I never like I don't think that ever makes sense when you have two heels and the, the person who turns on the person is the face. I don't like when that's done that way. I think it always should be the heel turning on the other person to make them face. And I think the way that you do that that makes sense is that Bailey loses and is jealous of Sasha Banks having her championship. Um, I agree with how you said how the heel has to 
turn on the baby face, but I actually disagree with your picks because I think that Asuka beats Sasha and Bailey beats Asuka. And then I think that Sasha is the one that gets pinned and has them lose their women's titles. And then it's Bailey turning on Sasha as the weak link of the team. So I'm gonna end. Well, up, I forgot about that part of it. I'm God gonna, damn it! I'm gonna end up picking the same thing as Aaron and AJ did. But uh, by the way, it, they did. They as they talked about. It. I don't think that you throw that you bring that up as a storyline on Monday night if it's not for a purpose. Like they didn't need to talk about that. Um, Bailey is going first. That's what they talked about having happen. Um, and I think it sets up what you're talking about, Brandon. To me, this the the, the story is as simple as that. Sasha helps Bailey retain her title. And then Bailey doesn't Bailey do the same for Sasha. Sasha. Yeah. And and it accomplishes the exact same thing that you're talking about. Um that Or maybe tries to help her but is unsuccessful. Well but she it, she ends up screwing Sasha also, over. Okay. But she cares she ultimately shows that she cares more about herself and you plant that seed that well, there's one other way to tell that story, which is the way that everybody's gonna hate, which is that Oscar beats them both. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, you absolutely. That's not out of the realm of possibility. Oh, of course, it's not, Very of course true. it's not out of the realm of possibility. But I'm going to go with the same thing. Like she, the first match, Bailey wins, and then later on in the night, um, Sasha loses her title uh, because Bailey didn't do everything in her power to help Sasha in the process, and that's how you sow the seed for what's coming in the in the next few months. So um, that's that's my thought, and um, that's what we're going with. All right, next. Uh, let's do the United States Championship match. Apollo Crews versus MVP with Bobby Lashley and Shelton Benjamin banned from ringside. Uh, you know what? I'm cha- I, wait, I want to change my women's pick. Son of a bitch. No, the re- come well, on. The- we're, 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 past, we're past it already. No, but there's one. There's one. It has nothing to do with what you Aaron said. already wrote it I down. Aaron it's because already of Shayna wrote Baszler, it down. Because Shayna Baszler is on Raw. And Oscar's gonna fight Shayna Baszler. Boo. So I have to. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Boo, this guy Boo. sucks. Boo. Hang on, hang on. I'll flip it. To, hang, on. I'll flip it to, hang on, it's a it's a democracy. That's the way things work. All of those in favor of allowing Brandon to change his pick say aye. <laughs> they have to have her have in the Shayna feud. So. All of those in favor yeah. of Brandon changing his pick say aye. All of those Boo. opposed say nay. Nay. Boo. <laughs> the nays have it. Very good. <laughs> he can say that bo- Oscar wins both. I'll allow that. Do you want to do that? Yes, that's what I just said. All right, all right. Very good. Very good. I understand. That not, I'm not trying to copy. It's literally just about Shayna. So I will, I'll take the other one. I'll just say Oscar wins both. Uh, Apollo and MVP. Uh, no hurt business. Brandon, you have the first pick. Why are we still doing this? <laughs> um, there's one reason why you still do this. I, I, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I hate that we've... Uh, it's There's some weird stuff going on with this. I think we all agree the Hurt Business is amazing. Um, and it's been one of the best parts of Raw for the past however long they've existed. But at some point, we've got to get MVP out of the main wrestler part of the Hurt Business. And it has to be back on Bobby. Um, just for that reason, I'm going to pick Apollo, but I don't feel good about it at all. I, I, I feel like this could totally go the other way. 
Um, I, I'm picking Apollo because I agree with you, Brandon. I think that the, the natural progression of the storyline is Apollo beats uh, MVP and then possibly beats Shelton and then the, to get to the main feud, which is Bobby. So here's uh, there's two issues that I have. The first being like, one, why, why is this happening again, right? Like if you're just going to have the same result that you had the last time, then why are you doing it again? You've already gotten that part. Like, Apollo's already beaten MVP, so couldn't you have already moved on? The second thing I would say is, like, why why now does Bobby Lashley care moving forward about the United States Championship if he didn't care enough to try to move ahead of MVP now? Like, that's... All of this is... Well, just because MVP's his boy, you know? I guess. Like, that's that's plausible. I, like, I'll come back to I think MVP's going to win, and I think that at some point it will end up sowing the seeds of division between the Hurt Business down the road. Um, like at some point that will like get Bobby Lashley to, I don't know why you want him to be a face. I don't know if that's necessary, but I I just, I just don't know why we're doing this again. If we're just going to have the exact same result that you've already got, like you've already accomplished that part of it. You could already be moving on to the next thing. You're not that, that smells to me like something else has to happen. So MVP is my pick. This is one of those matches that's really complicated, at least in my mind, and I might be overthinking it, by the fact that payback is the week after. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's a good point, Aaron. <laughs> like, there, there are several of these matches that are like, I mean, first of all, why are we having payback a week after SummerSlam? Well, like, man, and, we've and, been through that. And so the question is, could this be a situation, and, and same with the tag titles, where, you know, a team wins for a week just to lose it back at payback. And that's, you know, something I'm thinking about here. Otherwise, like, I think Apollo, like, MVP should not hold the belt for a month or two. But if you tell me he holds the belt for a week, maybe? Or maybe it's a situation where Apollo beats MVP this week. He beats Shelton at payback. And then Lashley is at, what is it, Night of Champions is the September one? Whatever it is. That, that you go that way. By the way, like, that th- what you pointed out, Aaron, fucks all of these matches. Yes, like any one of these could be end up being, you know, you win here and then the blow-off matches at Payback, which makes no sense from a typical wrestling story point using SummerSlam as a transitional match. But again, there's no reason to have a pay-per-view a week after SummerSlam. But by, by the so, way, do, do you know what uh, do you know what Payback is a synonym of? A synonym of? Backlash? A- anyone? Ret- uh, retribution? Correct. Uh, That's the other th- that's the other thing. Retribution could could end up uh, messing with like five of these matches. Also possible. Also possible. Yeah. That is true. Which um, would also be the and by the way, to have it the week after because you want to blow would you that guys, off before football season. Would you starts, guys please but. show some respect and call the pay per view what it's actually called? Payback Lash. Thank Sorry. you. Jesus Christ! The disrespect you people show. Payback Lash. Payback Lash. That was the other bit. Yeah, that, that is that also one, one of our bits. Bit. Right. Correct. Um. um I'm yeah. going to go with Apollo, though, just because I think it makes more sense overall. But that, that payback lash fact it just throws me off. All right. Two championship matches that we've got to get to. Uh, the first one being for oh, – let's do, let's do the SmackDown, the Universal Championship match first. Braun Strowman versus The Fiend. And AJ, you are first. Uh, this smells like a double turn. Did anybody else, or oh, just me? Of course, well, it smells it, like a the double, double turn. turn happened last week. I already did. I'm that. Saying, no, Fiend, I'm is, saying, Fiend like, is going into that match as the face. <laughs> but but like, is he really? But he is. But is he really? 
Well, Braun, Braun Strowman is Braun definitely beat, the heel. Yeah, Braun beat I don't know up if you can make a big argument for the Fiend. pounds smaller than him, and Fiend came out and tried to save the woman. There's a very clear face and heel here. I don't think he, he came out to save the woman. I think Braun threw her to hell, and that's where the Fiend was. But he ended up in the ring. Yeah, because I think he was trying to go get Braun, and Braun was gone. But she I mean, was Braun most certainly cut a heel promo. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not talking about Braun's part of it. I'm talking about, is the Fiend's, like, is this not a double heel situation? Or, sure, I, I agree know? with that. You know, so, I think we're supposed to be cheering for the Fiend. Whether or not he's actually a face going forward, I think we're supposed to be cheering for the Fiend in this. In this match, I agree. And um, I am cheering for the Fiend, and I hope the Fiend wins. So I'm picking the Fiend, Bray Wyatt. I'm I'm picking the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, and I'm I, I am over all of this. Uh, it's it's just it's just not it's not interesting to me anymore. I don't know how to say that. Like it, I, it I, nah, I'm not gonna say anything more. I'm not interested in it. Just I want it to be the Fiend, then I want to move on. Yeah, it, it's it's the Fiend conquering the monster heel in this match. That's where we're at. So it's the Fiend winning. And also the point is, like, it, like if The Fiend can't beat this monster champion, who can? That's a, that's a very fair point. It's a very fair point. Roman Brent? Reigns. True. <sighs> I, I don't feel as convinced as you guys that The Fiend is winning the title here. Um, uh, or we could just go back and say, hey, this is them just wanting to delete... Uh, the abomination that was everything since he lost the title. Um, I, I just, <sighs> well, that's a tough, that's tough because I don't think that it's been an abomination at all. I think it's, I think it's been underutilized, but I don't think anything of it, of it's been bad. Uh, no, I, think, I mean I like nothing that they planned happened. The whole reason that he lost was so that Roman Reigns would beat Goldberg. Correct. Oh, I got what you're saying. I got what you're saying. So, like, it was the, the title reign wasn't supposed to. Yeah, this wasn't even supposed to exist. So that's that's sort of what I meant by that. Not that it was necessarily completely awful, but it wasn't great either. Um, I I don't know, man. I'm gonna pick the fiend because I'm not losing because of this stupid match. But I I uh, I I'm not 100 percent certain that this one isn't uh, isn't gonna go the other way. Boy, are you gonna feel stupid when you lose because you didn't pick it the way that you wanted to pick it? Fair. Man, won't that make you feel dumb? Uh, all right, and finally, we have on the Raw side of things, um, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship, which is absolutely worthy of being a SummerSlam main event. Um, and asshole. 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 Who? Who? Randy Orton? No, you! Because why? You were being sarcastic when you said no, that. No, I'm not at all. This no, is the, he, he, the Randy Orton. But he's wanted as the main event for a yes. month or two now. This is Rand, this this has Randy been, Orton is incredible. Yes, yeah. We, we we are literally literally like I, I need people to understand this. We are less than a year, maybe two years max, away from Randy Orton having to be on your Mount Rushmore. I mean, he's been unbelievable, and that's and that is like th this is the way this is supposed to go. The guy who's having the moment is supposed to be in the main event. Of the major pay-per-view, it's that's my, my WrestleMania thing. Like you're not supposed to predetermine. You should recognize who's having the moment. Like Kofi Kingston was having the moment. You recognize that and you roll with it. You should always roll with whoever is having the moment and make sure they're in this match when you get to a major pay-per-view. And they did that. 
They recognized it was Randy Orton's moment. They put him in. The moment should dictate that Randy Orton should win this match. I, I Is it possible it doesn't go that way? Yes, it's of course possible. But the moment should dictate that coming out of SummerSlam, Randy Orton is your champion, and you move forward that way, and so Randy Orton is my pick. Yep, and I guess what that, that oh, oh, it's, it's Yeah, it's, it's Aaron. I, I was, I was going to say, I agree with everything you just said, but between... Ah, well said. Really, really well, right in that moment. Is everybody else still there? Do we, are we there do... are people who... Thing and who don't want to see it end and who wants to get back. There is that lingering doubt involved. I'm going to, you know, keep it simple. Make the moment happen. If you want, you know, Drew to win it back soonish, okay, I wouldn't have him do it at payback. But if you want to have him do it at Hell in a Cell, okay. But, um... Yeah, I, I think Randy should win here. And uh, when you're calling, by the way, Shawn Michaels did an entire promo about how uh, Randy Orton's a snake and didn't expect him to RKO him. I'm just saying that. I mean, fair, fair, <laughs> fine. Uh, Brandon. Uh, you Randy Orton has to win this match. <laughs> if Randy Orton doesn't win this match, this show's going to be three hours long the week after the pay-per-view. Um, I think that Randy Orton should win the match. I think that Randy Orton will win the match. I think that Randy Orton, um, I, I, I could see a situation where this is all building to Edge versus Randy Orton for the WWE title at Royal Rumble or Survivor <coughs> Series or WrestleMania. I mean, you, the match they had last time, you... First, it was so good. It's one of those matches. It's like so good. You got to do it again. But this is the greatest show. Thank you. I do appreciate mm-hmm. that. It, it was it was so good. You have to do it again. But like when the match is that good, when you do it again, it had there has to be bigger stakes. It has to be a bigger show. And AJ, like, how can you possibly get bigger than the greatest <laughs> match? It's a great point. It's a really the great point. Yep. There is no. That's maybe literally the greatest. Maybe the greatest. Royal Rumble of all time. Maybe the greatest <laughs> WWE title match of all time. Yeah, something yeah, like maybe that. the greatest WrestleMania of all time. They better do that. If, 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 yeah, if they kind of have the title, to, you're right. They this do has kind to be the greatest title match of all time. I mean, come on. We'll never see it coming that they have another greatest match ever. <laughs> That's a good point. We'll never see it coming. Um, yeah, look, Randy Orton has to win the match, plain and simple. Randy Orton must win this match. He must be your champion uh, come Monday night. And when he's not, we will have lots to talk about. We will have lots to talk about then. All right. Um, uh, AJ, do you need a roll or? Yeah, I got to okay. get ready to go. Got to go to all work. Right, all right. Um, at AJ Francis 410, of course. Mm-hmm. Follow me on all social media. When uh, the news is able to be broke, you'll find out first on my social media at AJ Francis 410. Uh, thank you guys for having me back. Um, it's really good working this uh, Brock Lesnar schedule. Yeah, right. You um, dick. <laughs> it's more like an edge but, uh, schedule at this but, point. But uh, just know that uh, in the very near future, that will change. I and like everything that. will be back to normal. And I we like will be that. gravy, baby. Yes. Um, we, we, we talked last week about how happy we are for Aaron and his new gig. Let's make it clear. Yes. Um, what you're going to find out about what's going on with AJ, we're on over the effing moon happy for him. Like, yeah. we are yeah, over... Aaron's, gig, Aaron's gig's cool. It's cool. He's just moving to Vegas. That's cool. <laughs> right. It's cool. This is earth-shattering. This is I want to. I want to... I want to... I want to... I want to... Uh... 
I want to move to Vegas with Aaron. Aaron, can I move to Vegas with you? Hey, we're we're looking at five bedroom houses, so why? Must be nice, man. Must be nice to be somewhere where like you can afford real estate and shit. Like, must be nice. Is to there be in a three of y'all? What the fuck? Why do you need five bedrooms? Because I, we already have every person I know being like, yeah, we're I'm gonna come stay with. You. Yeah, man, that uh, is anticipating going on a uh, gambling. Plus, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen the real estate market in uh, Vegas, but. A house in Maryland is like $300,000 more expensive than in Vegas. Oh, I mean, I live in Orlando for a reason, just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, AJ, love you, bud. Uh, Appreciate it. Uh, Do your traditional sign-off. Love you guys. Do do your traditional sign-off or whatever. You got to feed me in. Oh, I guess I do. Uh, uh, This is signing for the main event. Vent. I do that part. Oh, yeah. I get it's been so long, dude. It's been a really long time. Now I feel like Aaron pissing all over it. Um uh this has been the main event. No. What? What am I Just say my name. Oh, this that... has been Well, we normally do it at the end of the show. That's why I'm all screwed up here. How how do I do this to make it work? You here? always you always go like and of course. Ah, uh, and of course. That is what I say. But I normally introduce everybody else for. So, of course. Yes. Of course this has been the main event. Vent. 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 Oh, that's, that's a good effect. That's a really good effect. I like that. All right. AJ Francis. We'll see you, pal. Love you. Love you guys. Peace. Hey, buddy. Love you, man. All right. Um, boys, as, uh, as we move forward, what else do we need to talk about from this past week? Obviously, for those who don't know, we did the show on Wednesday this week, so we have not seen uh, NXT yet. Uh, obviously, we wouldn't even have the option to have seen Dynamite because they're doing it on Saturday night. Uh, by the way, we, end- we ended up doing this off the air. Um, it was made ve- abundantly clear to me after we taped last week's show. I talked to a buddy of mine um, who's in the sports TV business who said, dude, like, you know what they're doing. And I was like, well, I kind of think it has to do with, with TakeOver. He's like, no, you know that's what they're doing. And I was like, why not? He said, well, they could have just put the show on Wednesday night on True TV. And I was like, well, yeah, they, they could have. But And as the boys tried to argue for, like, you don't want to go well, against they could have the, put it on Thursday. Yeah, that's the answer. Like, like the, every other week. the, the, the definitive thing, yes. answer is every other week that they're going to be off on Wednesday night, the show's going to be Thursday night on TNT, which for AEW, frankly, is way better you get the night to yourself. Thursday night is traditionally the best TV night of the week. Your mm-hmm. numbers should be wildly good on Thursday night. They had that option this week. There's no basketball on TNT on Thursday. The basketball's on ESPN. They're purposely putting the show on the worst TV night of the week at an indetermined at an undetermined time. All you know is it's going to start whenever the basketball coverage ends on Saturday. They're purposely doing that. Because they want it to come on just before TakeOver starts. They want their show to begin just before TakeOver starts. Is that a good idea? I don't think so. I, I think that you should just put the show on Thursday night, pop a huge number, and move forward. Um, I'm kind of surprised that uh, TakeOver didn't all of a sudden get a three-hour pre-show or something. <laughs> yeah, they wh- still can. Yeah, why wouldn't you just announce, like, you know, we're going to start at 6 and put, you know, the... W- 
Like so, there's what's the other the uh, the, the like the Rhea Ripley match or something like that. Like it feels like oh, this be... is, you have a whole bunch of people you could put into a match. Yeah. Well, but even but that one feels like it feels like they're, that you've been building to something with Rhea Ripley, right? Like right. It, it feels like that Rhea sh- versus uh, Melanie or Mercedes Mercedes I keep Martinez. To say yes. Melanie Mercedes Martinez and I, I could, uh, Mercedes Martinez. Yes. Like that feels like it should be a takeover match, but yet at least as of now, it hasn't been announced for takeover. So. Why not? Just I got to imagine it's going to be on the show. Though there's only four matches, I think they're going to have. A well, everybody also, have, but, but every also, everybody seems one to think... of the two, Finn or Velveteen Dream, will not be in the ladder match. So yeah. one of those guys could wrestle someone. So Aaron, to your point, everybody seems to think that the cruiser there's going to be a cruiserweight championship match that's added to okay. the takeover that, card, and that's fine too. So, Swerve but either one, like Santos, yeah, either one of these scenarios, sure. either the cruiserweight championship match or the Rhea Ripley match, could be on a takeover pre-show. Like easily, you could easily do it that way, um, yeah. in order to try to start it a little bit earlier. It's it's all of this is very strange and just feels like this completely unnecessary pissing match that is only beneficial to like a couple of people and detrimental to literally everyone else. Like it, it feels like the, this is the type of thing that like gets. Um, uh, like gets Tony Khan's and Cody Rhodes kicks is like, well, let's do this and see if we can't screw with them. We're like literally everybody else in the company has got to be sitting there asking themselves like we're spending advertising dollars. We, we have the option of Thursday night, which is a great TV night and, and we're not up against any other wrestling and you're purposely choosing a Saturday fucking night. This, this feels insane. Like, this feels absolutely batshit crazy that they would do this and makes you wonder about what they're going to do because we now know, like, definitively, it's clear what they're attempting to do. Now, what might they do once the show starts on Saturday night? Like, my, my buddy ran by me. He's like, do you think it's impossible that they don't, like, start with the Brody and Cody match? Brody, Cody, ha. Huh? They, they start with that, have a purposeful schmoz finish, in an attempt to like do the match again later in the night and get people to stick around. Well, Sounds plausible. I accidentally saw spoilers, so that's definitely not what they did. Oh, all right. Well, that's not well, how. Apparently, uh, the show's been taped already, and I, I didn't mean to see it. I fell into it. Well, thanks a lot, um, Dick. Well, I'm just saying it's 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 not live, so they can't do I what underst- you just said. Okay, I understand that, but we normally try to approach these shows doing our best to not do that. Like, we normally try to not talk about that type of stuff as much as we can. What, the show's been taped? Typically, we, we <laughs> have attempted to avoid... But we always talk about if Raw's been taped or if SmackDown's been yeah, taped. Yeah, I talk about how I don't like it, absolutely, but we... Well, perp- we've, we've, we've talked about it being taped, but we yes. haven't, like... We have purposely... And to be fair, he didn't, spo- he didn't spoil a match or anything. I understand. All I spoil a match. I understand that, but you are ruining kind of a, a discussion point by doing that. <laughs> Okay. Like we haven't seen it, we don't know of any way that it it would definitely not be that. You um, do have to think though that they have something planned for the end of the night because you don't. What you don't want to have happen if you're a, at least I wouldn't if I'm part of AEW is you hype up a big night, you get people away from Takeover, and then you at the end of the night you have people wondering why they watched it instead of Takeover. You don't want that. Oh, it's uh, or but you have to do something that keeps them there. Like the right, the, I know, and, and I'm saying is. A, you want to do something keeping, but even if you have something that's huge at the end of the night, like let's say, and again, I have, I didn't even know it was taped, but let's say Rusev shows up towards the end of the night. Right. Like something big, then you don't have the, 
why did I watch this? Sure, right. If if in your mind, what's keeping people is knowing that Cody versus Brody is the last match of the night, then if you just watch that and it happens exactly the way that we always expect it to happen, then yeah, you come away from it being pissed. Like you go from you 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 actually have a negative feeling towards having watched um, NXT or having watched AEW because you could have been watching Takeover at the same time, and all you got was. Cody Rhodes wins another fucking match. Um, so, yeah, I don't disagree with you that, that if you're going to structure it this way, you do have to do something. But what I guess what concerns me is that something is more desperate than it is cool, right? Like, if it's Rusev, it's fucking cool as shit, and everybody's happy and everybody's stoked, right? Um, I would think, if spoilers are out there, that if it was Rusev, that's so significant, there'd be no way that I would have been able to avoid that. Um, and that's why, like, the fact that it's not live makes us, I guess when you don't know what time the show is going to start, it makes it difficult to do it live. Um, and it, it further convolutes this entire thought process of, of why you're doing it this way. But yeah, I mean, like, I, 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 my concern is that you think you need to do something to get people to stick around, but what you do just ends up being desperate and lame and kind of obvious that you were just doing it like the scenario that my buddy talked about, which we now know is not going to be what happens. Like the scenario where maybe you start the night and you have you 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 present it as if Brody won the TNT Championship, and then you quickly have a you know a, a, them say, finish. Yeah. right you you say no 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 that's not strike that from the record and we'll we'll restart the match again like that would be super lame. That would just like that would Agreed. that would. Suck. By the way, that doesn't mean they can't still do that. Just because they taped something, they could still use the tape for whatever they don't know when it's going to begin, and then have they a live show. Yeah. They could, or they could do a live second hour or something. You know what I mean? Like, you could literally do anything. You own the property that you're shooting on. There's nothing else that it, needs it to would, take place. It at would that be. Property. It would seem incredibly um, strange to have two different nights of taping in in this era that we're in. Like with everything that's going on, it would seem really odd to do it that way. Um, well, they could, could do it anyway because they have to. Uh, if they could tape, when, you know, some of Wednesday ahead of time or something. I mean, they still have to go back there um, another time within the week. I mean, I get what you're saying. You wouldn't want to do it. Bringing, but who knows? What if they taped them after the last dynamite or something? You know, I mean, before like, the last. I guess dynamite, sure. That could have done anything. That's possible. Yeah. It would just seem like it'd be a really odd thought process to do it. Like if you were going to be, if you're going to be bringing people there on Saturday night, why don't you just do your show on Saturday night or Saturday afternoon, yeah. taped live, whatever, right? Like, why? But what I'm saying is, what if it? What if it's like you? Like you're saying, if it's that concept of like, well, we need to do something. And like, well, if if you're if in my opinion, based off of what I saw, they could have leaked what I saw on purpose. So like, I, I don't know. They could they could still do what you're saying. They could like, oh, you know, here's something, and then continue it later. I mean, they, who who knows? They could have taped something when the fans weren't there anymore. Uh, for all we know, because th- this obviously leaked because they had fans. They had. Like actual fans, or because they had yes, they had they're, fans they're last week. At, friend, at, friends on, and mostly right. That's what I was trying. Family, that's what I was yeah, trying to come up tickets. with. So an, a, a citizen can just get into dynamite now. Like if last you have, week, they, if you have no, the, can, I thought show, I thought that was fans. I thought that was still friends and family. I thought that was still people that. Were I, I think I think it's it's ten like it, it's farther out. It's not just sim- like 
you know, you you have a sponsorship connection. Type okay, thing. but that's still they, they still call that friends and family. Yeah, I'm talking about like yeah, exactly. if, if I Glenn Clark. This lived was the in, first time the announcer said we have fans right, here tonight but, and we're doing it the right way. But, but, and then they showed a guy with his mask below I, his nose. No, I understand. And everybody and was the, too yeah. close together. I, I think that was one of those you know sponsorships of whatever. That's that's a big that's a it's a different scenario still is what we're talking about. Like it is you, you can't walk up to a box office and buy tickets. Right. Or I can't I can't Glenn Clark go on the internet today and still buy a ticket. But they have people that are in that that are somehow they're not directly connected to a AEW. They're yes. extended family of AEW of some Got sort. Got it. Like um, when like when NXT just brought in the fans that always go. The people that they know essentially. Like glasses like, guy that's like, in the front yeah, row. All the like time. people that they know. Right, correct. Something along these lines. Um yeah, look, I, I'm sure they could still, they could absolutely still do modified whatever, and it might be that they did, you know, maybe they have a cinematic thing that they're planning on or something along those lines. I don't know, I have no clue, but it feels like because we know obviously this is what they're doing, they're purposely putting this show on in an attempt to get people to not start watching Takeover, which is so weird because there's no back, and, and that's the that's that that's goes back that's the to, bizarre thing, and that's what goes back to why this is all so insane. Like this is all so insane because even if you don't watch Takeover live, you can just watch Takeover afterwards, and it's not like Takeover is a ratings thing. It's not on TV, so you can't even like win by saying you're, you're not you're not buying the pay per view. Correct. It's just the WWE Network, so you can watch it whenever you want to watch it. So even if people choose to watch AEW. AEW is only going to run for two hours, so at eight thirty they're going to pop on Takeover. Like, it- do, you, do you know what this will prove though? This will prove what everyone thinks, which is that Melter is just a stooge for AEW if he comes out with some perceived number of how many people watched NXT because he's done stuff like that before with things well, on the but network. He- but he uh, well, that's the thing is he generally does for pay per views for like no when, when no, those no, numbers no, 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 come no. when those numbers come out he generally does. Put WrestleMania, but it's not like he doesn't post how many people watch Payback on the network. I like I've seen number I've seen him post numbers for like you know the top ten of the week and all that stuff. Sure, I I don't know. I'm saying you're gonna. I wouldn't be surprised if you specifically see some kind of contrived like trying to see which one did better. Well, and and look, I I feel like I've seen those numbers before though, so I, I don't know. But, I don't know if I'd say it's quite as contrived. What I what I would oh, say about but there, uh, here's what I would say. I don't think I think all of those numbers are contrived, particularly yes. when you're talking. Well, sure, about, sure, all of the. But I I'm saying the idea that he would do it here. I, I feel like he does that relatively often. So how many in the you know the first 24 hours or whatever watched? I feel like that's something he does put out. Um, sure. I mean, he does that. I, I, the, no, those numbers do nothing for me, but it, it goes back to the bigger issue. Like if I'm, if I'm someone who advertises with AEW, if I'm someone who's connected in any way to AEW and I found out that you purposely moved the show to a Saturday night, like ju- when you had the option of putting it on Thursday night, I'm livid. I'm, I'm just livid by that. Like what to whose benefit is this? Did you see the the there's like a weird one in September too where they're going to do 1 hour on Wednesday and then Yeah, cuz there's and like then, a 6 o'clock game or whatever. Is that what it is? And then the whole game? show the next yeah. day on, on Thursday? What? Yeah, they're Yeah, you, you they're, should they're, see. they're doing one where it's yeah. If you where go to their Twitter page, reason, this, yeah, yeah. The, the schedule works out where for whatever reason 
the basketball game scheduled to end at nine. So they're going to do an hour after the basketball game and then the next hour to so they po- the yeah, next they, day. They posted a thing that says, do the NBA schedule AEW Dynamite will make the following shifts. Which, which Eight- by the way, if, if you want to tell me and I like if you're trying to come up with a reason beyond just here, I'm sure it's just takeover and, and they're still angry about last summer and WWE. No, fucking that's with what them, it is. And I'm sure that's it. But if you wanted to come up with a reason and wanted to say, they, someone at TNT thinks that the basketball lead-in will you provide know that's something not true. better they, than what they, they can they've, have. They've never done that before. They have never... But they schedule- can't. But they can't. What do you mean? No, TNT is never... No goes, one at TNT has like, ever cause, said... Cause bas- but basketball games end after 10. I, this is the one time you have to have a lead-in to a game no, they've had that would end on a Saturday in relative prime. Yeah, they, normally this wouldn't be possible. No, but they do this on... This happens all the time in the playoffs in normal years where TNT gets the first two games of the day and ESPN gets the second two games of the day. That happens all the time. They yeah, never, no, but it, what doesn't happen is they don't get preempted in the middle of the week for a 5 o'clock game I understand that, but you know by what TNT schedules after the basketball games. They don't operate that way. They don't think that the lead-in is so good that they have to run something huge afterwards. They'll run no, but whatever. I, but it could be AEW saying, we want to see what that would be. We want to see this lead-in. We don't have a lead-in. We want to see what happens with the lead-in. I mean, it's... it's I, it's, I'm not saying... I'm thinking it's probably it, the takeover the, the thing. T- no, I'm but telling if you, you want to say... The TV it's world, the takeover the TV world would tell you that's... if you want to say there is something interesting right. about AEW actually having a lead-in for the first time mm-hmm. ever... I'll at least slightly the, hear that. The problem is... Why would you even do that September show? And just... Why wouldn't you just put it on... Because you're... Because... Yeah, that, that reeks of them being obsessed with wanting to go up against NXT. Like, you're re- you are obsessed with having something to measure by. That you have a literal obsession with that. And you care more about that than you care about what's best for business. But by the way, if that's true, it would suggest that they don't pay attention to history very well. <laughs> well, I don't disagree <laughs> because, with that. And again, because if that becomes the only th- your only goal, that's uh, the path to failure. I I don't disagree with that, and that's why this makes no sense. And Aaron, to speak to your point I, again, the, whatever you think that trade off might be, the TV business has made it very clear: you don't fucking do this on Saturday night. You do it's suicide. Well, which is why, which is why I almost wonder if it's like a test run for that. Then, then to, to see like, can we do this one hour thing? Now I don't know why they ske- they scheduled it now, but I'm just trying to figure out again why are they doing this one hour thing? Like, because that doesn't. I, I don't. It's probably not going to go di- uh, directly against NXT for except for maybe a half hour, knowing the TNT schedule. Um, as far as far as the the September show, I'm talking about you because you think the basketball runs over and so it doesn't start until nine thirty or whatever. Yeah, I mean, like maybe like, that's, that's and, and if you so if so putting those together, if you want to tell me they think there could be a big lead in from basketball, I'll at least say, well, maybe. No, I mean again, the basketball certainly gets great ratings. There's no question about that. The idea that that's going to create a crossover effect that it mitigates the fact that Saturday night is literally the worst night of television, yeah. even in a pandemic, um, that there is like that nothing gets a rating on a Saturday night. You're, you're, it's again, you're just doing bad business for the sake of doing bad business, and you can't escape from what almost certainly the the correct answer is to this thing that. That just it makes it makes no bloody sense. Oh, there you guys are. Um, And we could probably do this. Like I'd have to look at um, I'd have to look further into the the basketball schedule. Like this won't be the only Saturday that they would there would be a split between games. Like there would be other opportunities to do that next week, for example. 
and they're yeah, not probably. they're not doing probably. that. So. Yeah, but if they're not being preempted Wednesday, it wouldn't be. But they are being preempted Wednesday right. the next two weeks. This is the only one where they're doing. The oh, Saturday. I see what they're, you're saying. They're, he's, he, they're moving to Thursday the next two weeks. Right. This is the only time they're doing the Saturday thing. Yeah. And I, I don't have. I have not looked forward for further forward. Like they, in their mind, it might be like there's a chance that all the games end up with a sweep, and so or all the series are sweeps. And we, so, we want to put it there in case we do have that full Wednesday. Whatever, whatever it is, right? Like there could be a million things that are involved with that. I have no idea, but yeah. you know, this one reeks. This reeks, but. Whatever, we'll see what happens on Saturday. We will see. Yep. Uh, anything else we need to cover from the week? Do we want to talk about how they fully, on you know, in canon now, Retribution is an Antifa knockoff? What do you, what? Like, my, Michael, Michael Cole, Cole opened, opened up SmackDown with, these guys are using current events to justify what they're doing. I didn't even catch that. Like, that was his first line on SmackDown after they showed the... I don't uh, think he the, said the word like, justify. I think he said they're, he, he said using, they're using current, current events to mask events. their... What yeah. they're doing. Something like that. Yeah, they're, they're, they're saying very clearly, this is current events related. This is Antifa, basically. I, I, gotta, I gotta know the line, right? I gotta know what he said. See if I can find it. Yeah. But it was, it was literally, the, like, the first thing he said on SmackDown. Um... Yeah, it was like the literally the thing. Oh, right, right. Retribution is a group that's hiding behind current events. Yeah, there you go. See that? I'm. I would have to know. Like so, now that I read it further, that alone, you know, you could compare that to think current events that are going on within wrestling. Like that alone does no, standing alone. No, on. no, stop it, no, stop it. Bullshit! You're not going to pull this. No, you've decided. No, it's not. You've decided that it's something else, and so you can't listen to that. One hundred percent. That line alone could only be related to they're mad about what's happening in wrestling. One thousand percent. Now, no, not mad no, about. He said they're hiding behind. But that doesn't mean anything. Like to, doesn't like it, trying it, to make it, that seem like that's a logical sentence doesn't even make sense. What does that mean? Hiding behind them. What was the rest of the sentence, Aaron? I, I don't know. The that's, full, that's what I would like, need to know. Just, there's a, I believe the full said there's a group of individuals hiding behind current events. I think was the exact I just, quote. I just looked it up. Like, and know. this one is. I just know hiding behind current events. Come on, Glenn. No, no, no. You're deciding that's what it is. You're taking the wrong quote because I'm going to help you here. The quote that helps your argument isn't that one. That one doesn't mean anything. The quote that helps you is apparently he also said something about the recent social climate, which I also don't remember. Maybe it just proves how, how much I little I'm paying attention to SmackDown. I don't remember. And that has, line, but yeah. that's way more damning than suggesting. Way, it's all, it, well, it's a combined there. That it's very clearly. Yeah. yeah, it's but you can't do that alone. You're trying to make it seem like hiding behind current events is some sort of proof. No, that's, all it's a but, nonsense but it's, sentence. It's the exact same thing as the Lana thing saying that you blame Russia for everything. We all know she's talking about the plane and they're going to say no, it's not. And this current, is the same. Current events thing. does not mean what's happening in wrestling. Current they events use that the shit, news. especially Brandon, when you Brandon, have a group Brandon, of masked individuals you're, you're, causing you're, you're, havoc. You're, you're doing way. Like, you're trying on. way too hard. The second part, one thousand percent. There is no debating that if he said recent social climate, that that's out. 
suggesting that the first part of that line is definitive proof is bullshit. Now, when you've the already decided... social climate, I mean, they're related. I don't see how one's so much different no, than the social other. Cli- there is no social climate within professional wrestling. There are current events that happen in within professional what, so what, wrestling. Wait, what current event are they responding to? Tell me this. But like, he didn't Shannon, say responding to. What current event he said hiding behind... By coming Aaron, you're deciding what he said. Like, they're not doing that because Braun Strowman won the belt. You're you know? deciding like, what he said. Hiding behind current, current events, events is not. That's a dip. <laughs> if he had said mimicking current events, you'd be right. Here's the, he the, didn't here's say how that. I took, it. I took it that he was saying that they're taking advantage of the fact that other people are doing this yes. to essentially do the same thing, but look like and it's if, just the. By other the way, people. if that's what he meant, he should have used a better term. Saying I, again, I, I we're getting in a, a, a nonsense. It meant so much to me that I didn't even fucking hear it. Hiding behind current events is actually a nonsense sentence that doesn't mean anything. Like, literally, think about what those words actually mean. They don't mean shit. Now, that being said, if they're trying to tell this story, which I am with you, I don't like, you can come up with a better way of doing that. Like, uh, for example, I, I need to know more. All I see, the three, only three words I see quoted are, Recent social climate. I would like to know more about what the actual context was because, again, I clearly was not paying attention when this part of the show happened. So I don't know what the rest of that sentence was. But saying, flatly saying, using the recent social climate to justify their actions or something along those lines would paint that story far better than using the term hiding behind current events, which is... Oh, I I, I didn't say they're, they're doing a bad job of this all the way around. I don't agree with that. I don't think it's awful. I just I I don't I but I I don't think you can say that it's not related to what's going on. No, no, it's in the world. No, now that's I mean, very... I think it's absurd to say that. But I don't. I'm not. I also don't. I'm not. I don't. I mean, I'm know, not going to say This is one awful, of the reasons just... I'm watching the show right now. To be honest with you, is it? Yes. Yeah, what I, else do you have to yeah. like, hang on to on these shows? I right? don't well, have on. much. There's, a, there's, a, hang on. There's a few things. There's still a few things here, right? Like clearly, you know, if they're saying, if they're outright saying the recent social climate, then no, nobody's going to argue that they're denying that at that point. Like that's fucking pretty obvious. That being said, um, there's two. There's two. There, there is what the real problem here is that there are people that decided this shit was dead on arrival, and and that's the issue that we can't get around. There are people that don't want to actually discuss it because they just decided for moment one they hated this. Right. I don't love the idea of there being a group that's supposed to be Antifa. I think that's, that's a dumb concept. I don't love that. Now, what they've actually done has all worked. And if they would not do this part of it, I would like it far better. So it's a weird feeling where I don't know how to approach all of this because most of the people that are screaming about this are the same people that hated it before they ever did this. Correct. They just assumed and, what it was going to be. By the way, be. at the risk of like setting you off again, I just want to reiterate, like what I'm trying to say is I think that what the, the story they're trying to tell in those words do mean things. And I think that the story they're trying to tell is that they are taking this group and then there's another conversation to be had because of what I'm about to say. Because but there's this 20 group, of them? <laughs> this group, well, there's other things. This group is a group of people that see that a bunch of people are running around with 
this garb on and doing things. So they are do like essentially what they're saying is what people are saying about the protests right now. That okay, right. there's real protesters, doing but, it these, to be these but then there's people agitators. that are just Correct. assholes that are going out. I, and I, under, shit. I understand what that's you're saying. who they're saying these people but, are. And again, there's yeah. if that's the story you're trying to tell, just use better verbiage. Use better verbiage that actually makes sense. Like I, I, I don't know. And by the way, as a broadcaster, I'm guilty of this all the time. I say something that sounds like it's close to whatever it is that I'm supposed to be saying instead of thinking it through and actually using the words that I'm supposed to use in order to describe it, right? Like these, uh, That happens to me all the time like, on this show. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, like I do that when I'm calling basketball games. Like the, Every broadcaster does this, so I'm not really shitting on Michael Cole. Everybody does this, but then when you actually look at the words and you see them, you say, that doesn't mean anything. Like saying hiding behind, think about the, the meaning of those words. That doesn't actually mean anything. We just think well, we don't know. you think it's purposefully obtuse? Like it's like well, if they, they followed it up by saying the recent recent social climate, to I don't give them. We don't know what they're talking about. Well, no, I think it's purposely vague. Yeah, I think they're doing it. They're saying vague shit on purpose because they don't want to say what you just said that these are. <laughs> but they <laughs> like, want to try to around this. They, they want us whole... to believe something. Yeah. Yes. It's look, leaning into that unquestionably is. I'm I'm opposed to it. Of course. Now I'm not opposed to. This is a weird. This is the weird line, right? I go back to the conversation we had about Hulk Hogan and Sergeant Slaughter. I'm not opposed to leaning into current events in general in professional wrestling. I'm opposed with making it like see. There, there is a line there that can be crossed. I didn't feel, and again, I wasn't clearly not listening to all the words. I still didn't feel like you were crossing those lines. I didn't watch SmackDown on Friday night. And feel like I was being told Antifa is evil, fuck Antifa. Which I would be opposed to them doing. I would be opposed to WWE throwing their themselves into the conversation that way. But leaning against it, I'm, yeah. ne- I'm not opposed to. And I'm not going to be opposed to. Because I'm, I, like, again, I watched Hulk Hogan versus Sergeant Slaughter. I, I saw it. It was a vivid memory for me in my life. There's a difference between that and like Muhammad Hassan, which yeah. which went it started out okay and then went over the line. I, I and it's yeah, and I, yeah I, it's it's not that they're inherently doing this and it's bad. It's that I think they're doing it and they're doing they're going it on the wrong angle. Like if this Antifa, if this was you know, if this was legitimately a an angry group of people, but like you know, we talked about it. They, there's a chance they're making them intentionally goofy with that. Yeah. And, and what I'm always scene. worried about is that they make the wrong representation in a storyline that um, mimics or whatever the fuck current events um, that they make the wrong side, the heel like like or they make oh, the course. wrong side, the fa- yeah, like of with um, Muhammad Hassan. They made him a heel, but everything he was saying was true. Oh, and oh, and like a bad right, one hundred percent. And know, then they him, just decided to make him a terrorist against as an as a, a Muslim or you know or as a Middle Eastern man it is horrible. <laughs> but he's the bad guy. <laughs> um, so like, I'm worried that that's the kind of thing that we trip into. Like, oh, like they turn into what what conservatives think of co- social justice warriors. Right, and what I what I would continue to do if you're going to keep doing this. Again, I have I still have no problem with the group. I'm still convinced that a lot of people just decided they hated it before they had an opportunity and that's the way it is. I would I would I would stop telling us, right? Like let I, just let us watch. 
Yeah. That, that's the way that I would go about doing it. I would have Michael Cole say nothing is the way that I would go about doing it. Just this is I, a, a group um, that's, that's, a, that's creating chaos. Just all you got to do is play-by-play in those situations, right? Just describe what they're doing and what's happening, and it still works for me. I would prefer to avoid going that next step. We all know. We all, we're all smart enough to, to see these other things, but don't tell us. Don't don't do yes. that. We don't need that. We don't need. I have that. a question. Do they know who's in it, and do no. they know how many people? No, no. They, they know as no, much. No, about, absolutely not. They yeah. know nothing about this. They know as right much now. about that as they know about Raw Underground right now. The the only exception would be uh, if they the are first... actually. Pl- Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say the only exception is if they have a plan at payback for like a five-on-five match with Retribution because they cause chaos at SummerSlam. Then they might know at least five of the members. But otherwise, they have no idea about any aspect of retribution. I'm convinced of that. I, I'm in. I'm in agreement. I mean, I think they have a couple of ideas. I think they definitely have some ideas of people that are that are part of it. I do think that. I don't. Do I think I know that they know all of them or how many of them there are going to be, or, or what they're or, doing with those people once yeah. they unmask them? No, no. I don't. I don't. I don't think that. Yeah. But I think they do know, like, you know, whoever it is. Insert, you know, sure. Dijakovic, Di, Di you know, whoever it is. I think. I think they do know so, at least a couple of people who are going to be part of it. Well, th- this is going to fall under the category of the lovable side of me that is so gullible and tries to give them credit for breadcrumbs that don't exist. I think we got a couple breadcrumbs as to one person who's in this group. Did anybody else catch up, catch on to it? No. It was on SmackDown. I apparently didn't pay close enough attention to SmackDown. I don't I don't remember. It's 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 kind of a leap. It's a little bit of a leap, but they did some work that would suggest it wouldn't be impossible for the Miz to be in retribution. I don't remember that. That doubt, yeah, and that would he, make he wasn't no around whenever they whenever Morrison and Biggie got beat up and then he came back and was saying weird things about uh being on the phone with Maurice I, during I, the maybe, segment. Maybe I do I do vaguely I, remember that now. I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, I'd be very much against that. Yeah, that would, would make no I sense. I'm not saying I want that to happen. No, I'm, I I understand that. I'm yeah. just saying my first reaction to hearing Miz would be like there's no way to justify that character. Yeah, that would be a no to me. That's going to be a no for me, dog. Like I'm, 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 I'm opposed very much. So I, I was, I was very concerned because I was like, yeah. okay, wait, why wasn't he there? Oh, they're telling you why he wasn't there, which means it's a little screwy, and uh, or it was just they just needed a reason why no one could help them. That, I mean, we always have that problem, right? Where Aaron right. and I say everybody in the locker room is the biggest asshole on the planet because no one ever helps anyone. Um, so it could simply have been that, but I, I was concerned because he had a really bad alibi and it, it, it sounded like they were leaning into that a little bit. I, I, man, I must've been drunk or so I, com- <laughs> I like, I, I watched SmackDown. In fact, I watched it, I think close to live. I am yuck. <laughs> I am. Sometimes they sneak those backstage segments in when you think they're doing like a commercial for the store or something. Um, or, or you think it's yeah, going but, to break and they sneak like a little backstage. I apparently yeah. missed the majority of SmackDown, it feels like. What the hell? Um, really weird. Raw Underground, real quick. I thought that was the best it's looked. Um, I mean, now, other than other than the storytelling was not great. But there is none. Other than no, the, we still have no idea behind it's, it. It's, it's still great. just right, a but thing. No, but the vision, like, like Dolph Ziggler fighting Eric from the Viking Raiders looked pretty cool. 
Okay. And uh, and I like the Shayna Nia bit they did. I, I hope we get a match with them at SummerSlam. I, I think that would be good to get Shayna a win. I am a little bit concerned with something else with Shayna Baszler, but we don't need to go down that rabbit hole right now. But I, I, I like we the... Got a little time. Uh, we got to try to... We got we got like 10 minutes, I think. Well, I liked her really, with but... bringing in the, uh, the other horsewomen into that atmosphere. I thought... That's the best that, uh, what's her name, Marina Shafir? Yeah. That's yeah. the best she's looked on TV ever. Of course. Yes. I mean, yes. It, she looked fucking great, which I think has been tough for them to, to they obviously want them to be involved. Um, I'm a little concerned that Shayna and Asuka are the ones that are going to be fighting for the tag titles at Payback. Um, I, I really hope that that's, not, I mean, that's probably what they're going to do, right? I mean, it's the most I logical mean, that's thing. That's the story right they're now. telling. Yeah, I, I don't. Shayna Tap Bailey, right? Uh, on yeah. on uh, Raw. Yeah, I I don't. It makes I. It does not work for me at all. I'm with you on that. I, that makes no sense. But sure, why not? I mean, like this is where we are at this point. Um, look, the 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 again, as I said before about Raw Underground, it's inoffensive. Like, there's no way to be yeah. offended by it. It's just happening. Like, it's all it is. It's just. Okay, now we go to the other room, and Shane McMahon just screams the words "Raw Underground" at us for twenty. I mean, like, there is—I guess that part is offensive. It is offensive now that Shane. <laughs> they McMahon, need to turn his mic off. Yes. like during the fight. Like, you don't it's just need to keep bad. telling us we're in Raw Underground. Like, you—he's—if he has nothing else to say, he shouldn't be talking. Like, and this is like, in a weird way, it's somehow not even as bad as the worst of Shane McMahon, but it ain't good. And and he's got nothing to. He just keeps saying, "Wow, raw underground!" And hey, hey, hey! Look raw. at them! Look oh, at them! Got them! Like, oh, that's oh. how cool is raw underground? You guys like raw underground? Raw underground? Like that's it? Look at this kid! Look at this guy! That's, that's it. Oh, also, um, I know that like trying to make sense of this is like makes no sense at this point, well, or maybe just- ever. Anything you say makes sense because they haven't told any story, so you can fill it in. Why was there a match that ended when they fell out of the ring? Whenever, like last week, they let people like beat the shit out of each other. They did that the week, the first week when they threw people out of the ring, they stopped it. No, but didn't they just let someone keep going? No, that that was the second week. The second week, they did. Yes. (laughs) Um, No, it's insane. And they also like, no offense. They say uh, they referenced an eye poke and they were like, and that's legal here in Raw Underground. Like, do do you guys. When's the last time anyone's been disqualified? And and I joked about that on Twitter. I'm like, and as we know, we've executed the last six men that were guilty of eye pokes in regular. I I will say this. And and the other thing is. Hold on. I will say this. They do use that spot as like the ref isn't looking, and I always think it's awful. Like in matches, they do let heels win that way. The, like, oh, the ref didn't see that eye poke or whatever. Like, they've done that a lot. And, but, and but we don't disqualify anyone Here's, here's what anything. they haven't told us. Why people care about winning and losing. Right. There's a million things <laughs> they haven't told us. There's, like, they, they ha- they, it's, I joke about the fact they tell us that, that eye pokes are illegal because the, it, professional wrestling doesn't have rules. It's supposed to. I get that. But it doesn't have rules. We made that very clear. Like, the, we've, we've all watched the matches – there are no rules to any of them. We just let people do anything with like a vague, you can't attack the referee, except sometimes you can. But 
Like you're not supposed to attack. You the can't put on his shirt. I don't know if you know counts this. Unless they stop counting. Yeah, you Correct. can put the ref is, the ref's shirt on yes. after you beat him up. Like and the count a pin. The, the 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 rule the vague rules are vaguely enforced, but the rules are so vague. Like you you would have to present something that's actually definitively different. And eye pokes aren't that. Like you've got to present something that's definitively different. So they're not doing any of that. Uh, it also was very clear, like, you, you can't name someone Eric. You can't do that. That can't be the name of a professional wrestler because it ref- it forces them to say every time, Eric from the Viking Raiders. The Viking Raiders. <laughs> because you can't just say Eric because that's not a thing. Like, nobody is just Eric. You know 12 of them. Like, you can't just be Eric. You can't go to your phone and pull up Eric because you have 100 Erics in your phone. Um... So they've, they've got to do something about that, for sure, if they're doing anything with these guys, which is still, I have no idea. This could just be just getting us through a couple weeks until we figure out what any of this might be. Um, but they cannot continue to have a professional wrestler whose only name is Eric. That will not work in any way ever again. Um, again, there's still, but there's, yet there's still no way to be offended by it. Like, you just can't be offended by Raw Underground, because as I said the first week, it's just a different room. And that alone when you were wrestling in the same place every week was enough to actually make it okay because we needed a different scene. Now that you're leaving the performance center, I still I don't know now how Raw Underground works in the Thunderdome. Like, I don't... Do you, do you have a boiler room at the, at the, the Amway Center that you can just do this from? <laughs> like, I, I genuinely don't know I, how you make I mean, Raw they under- might have a practice court or something back there. Yeah, but those are, those are not... It's a... Dis- like you'd have to go well out of your way to create the look of oh, that place. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you got to put a lot of work in to recreate. Hey, just, you just go into one of the lounges and it's raw underground in the lounge. In the lounge, yeah, sure. Like I, I don't know what they do with this now that they're going into the the Thunderdome. Um, it's 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 weird. Are fans going to be able to see it? Right. Yeah. True. <laughs> Are your virtual fans? Dude, there's, I have a ton of questions. Do they have to pre-tape all of the raw underground segments? At the performance center, um, I, are 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 there going? Yeah, that'd be that would be hilarious if they put up on the wall at Raw Underground virtual fans. I mean, that'd be hilarious. That really would be funny <laughs> if they do that. That would be quite funny if they try to transpose virtual fans into Raw Underground. Um, <laughs> I don't know. The whole thing's so weird, but yes, it's still hard to be defend- offended by it. Yeah, agreed. All right, uh, can we wrap up? Are we good? Uh, unless you wanted to say something about Renee Young apparently leaving. I mean, yeah. it kind of felt like that was coming. You yeah, know? like exactly. It felt like that was that was in the works for a while. So, well, they're they're dummies. That's all I have to say about that. Why? Who? I, WWE is WWE. I mean, like her husband left. Like I, it's a. But it's, she was good so on her what? own. I know, but I don't. I mean, am I missing? Does this appear as though it's been forced by WWE? Well, I they haven't been using her like at all. Well, I mean, part of that has been like they put her in a new role, and then the studio show ended. Like, it's well, okay, but like they uh, they uh, they put her as the lead broadcaster on Raw, and then just shelved it and told her it was a failure, according to reports. I mean, I I do think that she could have been utilized in a way that maybe she would stay. I I'll say this: I do think that she's. 
I, I think she's better off for ESPN or something than AEW. But no, I, I, compl- I think that that should be her role. And I, I was going to say, I think ESPN is interesting. And frankly, I don't think that she, I don't know how she would go back to a, like a normal backstage role after they gave they gave her her own show, um, which Brandon liked a lot. Um, yeah. You know, I, I never watched it, but it, it seemed to be a well constructed show. And once you do that, like what? In the hierarchy of broadcasting, I think it's really hard to go back to doing the other thing. And the show ending wasn't her fault or WWE's fault. Like, the world changed. Um, I, I don't know how this looks if there's no pandemic. Like, I have no idea how this is. I'm not mad at WWE about the Renee, Renee Young thing. I think they found a really good role for her with Fox, and unfortunately, it all just sort of came apart from there, and I... In, in what I know about broadcasting, it really is hard once you have your own show. And I'll say big network. Fox Sports 1 isn't necessarily a big network, but they're they're, they're not shit. You know what I mean? Like It's, it's a cable network. It's, it's and, not, and maybe we just don't know. Maybe she didn't want to do commentary. I just I, I appreciated when she was on the commentary team. I thought she did a good job. It was a nice change of pace. If it, I would, Brandon, I would agree with you. If they had buried her after removing her off commentary, like after moving her off commentary, if they had never, if they had just basically wiped their hands with Renee Young, I would absolutely be in agreement with you. But they gave her a fucking like studio show that was on a a, a network. Like they they still clearly believed in Renee Young. It just kind of went to hell because the world went to hell. So. I, Unless some, and look, I'm not saying that something can't come out where like they never got over the fact that she was married to John Moxley and they were done with her no matter what. Like if we find out that down the road, I'll be in complete agreement. But this to me is a pandemic thing more than it's a WWE thing. I just think she's a star and she could have been utilized better. And I, I think it's weird that they just like, okay, backstage is gone. We don't we're not gonna put her prominently on our programming anymore. I just I think I, that's all. I just don't know what she would do. I, I just I, look if she had campaign. If we go back again, I'll give you this. If we find out, let, 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 let me just say something. Byron Saxton still exists. Yeah, but <laughs> so, he ser- but he serves I mean, his like, purpose. Like he does, he serves his purpose as a stooge essentially. That that you wouldn't want Renee Young to be doing. Like I, I if we find out that she wanted to be in a role, a weekly TV role, she would have been happy to be backstage, whatever it was, then yeah, that would have been dumb for them to not allow her to do that. My gut is the moment you get your own show, and this is based on everybody that's ever been in this world that I've worked with, the moment you get your own show and your agent sees you doing that and all of that, you, you don't go back to the other thing. That, like, now this is who you are, and your agent says, well, if it's not with WWE, it's going to be with NBA TV next, or it's going to be with Turner, or whatever it's going to be. Like, and that might be where John Moxley can help. Like, that you're or now... Maybe she'll be at NHL, you know, apparently she has some some experience with hockey, so and, maybe and, she'll and, be like... And she did sports in Canada, didn't she? Yeah, she was yeah. with the score, I think. Yeah, so it would make all the sense in the world for her to be, like, on NBCSN doing NHL stuff moving forward. Like, that would make complete sense. Um, my gut is again. That's my gut, based on how I know the business to work. My gut is this is less WWE and more Renee Young, and just sort of recognizing, hey, if I'm not going to have my own show anymore, going back to doing any of these other things is purpose defeating for where my career is going. Um, Fair, like that's and and I'm admitting I could end up being proven wrong about that, and if I am, I will gladly come back and join you. Like if they knew that they could have Renee Young doing weekly shit from Orlando and they were just like, no, fuck you. You're married to John Moxley. 
fuck them forever for that. Like, that would be insane. And plus, she lives in Vegas, so I'm sure that was yeah, hard anyway. Not something that she would have really wanted to do, right? Um, I do have one last thing I'd like to, like, be... Unless you guys have something... I have a nice closer okay. thing that we can discuss really quick. I got nothing. What are we not going to see coming? <laughs> Retribution. I mean, come on, dude. That's... That's that's but, well, but we, mean, we like, literally can't see them coming because they turn out the lights. I mean, like, that's, that's what like, this is all about. You're not going to see it coming is because every match they're going to turn out the lights. So I, mean, I have I man, I, I'm not going to tell you I think this is good, but like I did have a thought and it plays into payback being a week later. Like, what if it's like a purposely sabotage show? Oh, I mean, it's Aaron like the whole that. fucking show. That's yeah. what I was saying. The only thing that stops me from actually believing that is that it is SummerSlam. If this was. What did we have last? I don't even remember what the last pay per view was. Uh, payback, whatever the payback, the other pack, the payback last, right? yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, what, what, whatever it was. If you told me that's an entirely sabotage show, I believe it one hundred percent. The fact that it's SummerSlam does make me wonder a little bit, though. Because, like, what what could make it cool is if this is the coming out part. Now, again, I'm just everything you just said. I agree with. So uh, this is not accounting for that. But like, if you were going to do a show like that, and essentially like. When it comes on the air, like half the performers are not have, have disappeared, you have been kidnapped or disappeared or whatever, and then every match has a retribution member versus somebody. That would be kind of interesting. Um, I mean, but we'd have to know who. But no, we'd have to know who the retribution can't. members are first, too, right? Like, well, no, but I mean, that's like, how do you find out who they are? Like, what 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 would be a good way to learn well, who I mean, they are? I mean, this would oh, go okay. back. This you would know. go back. Like, if you want to know how we'd never see it coming, we'd never see it coming that fucking Roman Reigns is leading Retribution. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was thinking yeah. Ronda Rousey. That would, that um, would be a or Ron, sure because, something along those um, lines, right? I, I mean, the reason I thought that was just because. The name has okay. Now, when I say this, I mean amongst the three of us, we believe if you name a group something like that, it should mean something. I'm not saying it will. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, in this case, I don't know that I believe it means anything. But I think you could make a really strong case for Ronda Rousey being in a group called Retribution, 100%. considering how she left, what her last match was, the story they were telling with her when she left. Yes, um, but the. The, the problem with that is the main person she'd want retribution against isn't on the roster. Well, well Charlotte but, might be back within but, the but next it, couple of months, but it right? All, it could also Charlotte tra- could, but, but Becky would hypothetically would be her biggest target. But and that it would also translate to the idea of if I can't get retribution on Becky, then I want retribution on everyone. Like I'm and they were sort so, of telling the story. Tell that story. Yeah, well, I, they were sort of telling the story of Ronda versus WWE or the WWE universe or whatever. At the time of WrestleMania, and she did kind of take shots at everybody in interviews and shit like that. So I, I yes. do, I do think it works. I do, I, do, I look. I don't think that's who it is because I think if they've got Ronda Rousey back, they're fucking advertising it for a long time. And well, you'd never and, see that coming. I, you know what? I would absolutely well, now we never. Will have seen it coming because you just ruined it. Yeah, for way everybody. to go! And it's like you're reading spoilers. Thanks a lot, jerk. <laughs> Stop! I, I don't. I hate spoilers. I never I'm read not, them. Brandon, but I'm you not, know when you're on Twitter, sometimes I'm they not just pop actually up. mad at you. <laughs> make that. I'm not. Actually, all I'm gonna say is I can't wait to talk about dynamite next week. Well, now you made me. Say. Now you've made me interested. <laughs> Jesus. All right. I can't wait right. to talk about Dynamite next week. Uh, at the Aoster at Brandon Linton on Twitter, and thanks again to AJ for hopping on to do picks. 
Um, at Glenn Clark Radio, of course, is where you find me and GlennClarkRadio.com. And Aaron, do you have a do you have a start date yet? Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to be starting driving uh, next Thursday, so Holy I'll be starting the Monday after. Shit. Wait, what day are you going to be driving next week? Next Thursday? Yeah, it's normally when we do the show, asshole. I understand, and I was going to talk about this after we got off the air so we could schedule something. Much so like we should we're not do it on Thursday. Saturday at yeah. the same time. Yeah, I, as, Aaron, I love uh, you. We, we rescheduled this one because of AJ and because we all know what he's doing. So you're, I, I love you. It's not quite the same level. <laughs> I mean, uh, hold on. Brendan's the one who's been complaining that we should do Monday shows after every pay-per-view. I, I mean, yes. it's I can't do that. I cannot promise to watch every pay per view in enough time. I cannot. By the way, could the you promise. imagine if we were doing that this <laughs> the next two? Well, weeks? I, I was going to suggest on Monday, but we'll I, we'll, we'll I, figure out a time. I I can't. All right, we'll we'll deal with it. I don't know when I'd be able to do it. I also have meetings on Monday. I will uh, say anyway, this, we're doing we all did, this on the. We'd air. have enough to talk about to do a whole show. That's almost true. Almost <laughs> certainly true. All right, for uh, for Aaron, for Brandon, and for the main event who already did his bit, uh, AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. You'll never see it coming. Fuck Brandon for spoilers. <laughs>